Welcome to Almost World Podcast. This is Almo Dor Jr. And it's a great day today because I have an opportunity to talk to my friend Diogenes Skepticus, or at least that's what he calls himself. Um, uh, Diogenes, can you introduce yourself? All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, I call myself Diogenes Skepticus. Uh, I prefer this name uh, rather than my original name. Uh, I take after Diogenes, the Greek philosopher uh, who used to live in a barrel. Uh, well, he has many cool stories, but most people know him for living in a barrel and refusing any gift offered on him by Alexander the Great, who, who used to be the king at, at that era of time. So, uh, one day, uh, Diogenes was standing sunbathing in, in his barrel, <laughs> and Alexander the Great came to him and said, Diogenes, you are a great philosopher and wise man of Greece, so ask for anything a house, food, whatever you want. So Diogenes asked him for one thing only. He asked him to move away because he was blocking the sun uh, from his face and never asked for anything else. Yeah, so that's a happy guy. He's content with his barrel and uh, whatever in his brain. So I wish to be there. Yeah, but um, there's also another. Yeah, there's also another story where um, Alexander asked him what he was doing, and he said, "He, uh, I'm trying to find the bones of your father here, but I can't seem to differentiate one from the other." <laughs> well, I I don't know about <laughs> this one, but uh, Diogenes is known for being cynical, or 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 the father of cynicism. Uh, he used to make fun of uh, Socrates. Uh, one time they were they were uh, they were uh, stoning uh, a man. So he told the guys, uh, maybe maybe uh, he's your father. He called them all bastards, basically. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what you got for me, Elmo? Yeah, and I want to ask you about your nihilistic view because um, I meet a lot of nihilists, but I don't know if it if it's any phys any actual philosophical worldview that anyone can stand on. But I don't know for you, uh, why are you a nihilist? All right. Uh, well, like most of people, I I used to have a religion in in uh, early age, and. Uh, I have always uh, looked for developing my my intellect. Intellect, uh, you know, we all start with 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 this uh, motto of finding the truth, as if the truth is something hidden uh, in in the metaphysics or or. Uh, beyond what we see uh, with our eyes. So, I went from an ideology to another uh, until I ended up a normal human, what I call a normal human. Uh, 
who is free from uh, traditions, from his historical uh, inheritance, whatever it is, uh, uh, even from uh, genetic traits, I tried my best to get rid of them, uh, and whatever religion uh, I inherited from my parents. Uh, then I asked myself, what is the purpose of living in my life? Uh, after after uh, debating myself and others with this question and, and researching a lot, I found that the question itself is wrong. Because you, you don't... There is no purpose for life. Life itself is the purpose, right? Living itself is, is the purpose. Uh, so there is no meaning behind it. It's like you live every second which you own. You own this, the present that you live in. The past is gone and the future is based on what you do right now. Yeah, so uh, I found no meaning, and the meaning is in life itself. Yeah, but and um, I I'm not here to argue anything or prove to you that nihilism is wrong. But I'm 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 actually very curious as to how you, as a uh, as a human being, um, would act on that sort of belief. So in terms of, for example, what how you view life, it seems that. And is um more than just being a nihilist, you're also a an existentialist. I don't know about that. I always had my my uh, suicidal tendencies, <laughs> taking you to 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 a darker corner here, Elmo. Yeah, but yeah, but I, what I mean, what I meant was that because you say that life itself has meaning. No, life is the meaning, not has a meaning. It it doesn't have a meaning. Yeah, life is the meaning. So in a way, you're also applying meaning to life. So in, that's uh, that's a very existential point of view there, ra rather than nihilistic. Perhaps, perhaps. But as 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 you have noticed, I I uh, when I said I got I got myself rid of uh, religion and traditions, etc., etc. I called myself a human, a normal human. Uh, to to not to label myself with anything, uh, not to uh, limit myself with any ideology. So I don't I don't prefer any label such as an atheist, existentialist, or or whatever, uh, because I don't stay at one point. I keep developing my uh, my thoughts and ideas. As as I am leaving my brain uh, free to serve uh, among the thoughts and among uh, the ideas, uh, so I don't know whether whether I'm I'm exist existentialist or not. Uh, but every day by itself uh, is like a new life. And I don't mean that in the, in a pinky, 
point of view. No, I mean in, in a shitty point of view. <laughs> okay, yeah, but then um, how do you, in, in a way, act on it? For example, if uh, let's say you you were to be you were facing a a, a trouble in life, how what how do you use ni your nihilistic point of view to act on that on that? Okay. Uh, well, right now in the country I am in right now, which I, I have been here for two years. Uh, before that, I was living a single life for 15 years. In in these 15 years. Maybe I got angry once or twice. Uh, what people consider big troubles and big problems meant nothing to me. Uh, I, I, well, to, to describe it uh, accurately, I would say simple logic, which is not attained easily by people or by the brain. Uh, simple logic is, is my way of... Uh, acting in, in, in life. Uh, I don't think or plan about the stuff. I deal with the things as they come. Uh, now by default and experience is established here, uh, but every case by case, like when people ask me, how would you deal with this or how would you deal with that? I cannot know until I am in that situation. Uh, so, yeah, uh, and I never plan. I literally never plan. I'm either in, in my moment. So you, in a way, you act in nat for, from natural dispositions or reactions to events. That's That's a nice way to put it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and, and in like terms it. of, for example, how you look at death, what, how do you view it? I, I, I believe that the humans in, in the past, especially ancient humans, thought of death as a normal occurrence uh, that is not 100% connected to, to emotions. Uh, now, that's... A radical way to, to, to look at death uh, because maybe when I hear about people dying maybe I, I, I wouldn't care but when it's someone close to me then uh, then it's a different story uh, but let's let's talk let's talk specifically about my own death not others <laughs> I don't think about it at all. Uh, but at the same time, I'm kind of ready for it. Uh, I have no fears or no doubts uh, about what's after death. Now, my answer about what's after death could be Two, two answers that are equal to each other. It's either I don't know or nothing. Either one of them, I don't uh, think a lot about it. I, I, it's, it doesn't matter much. Because like I said, the point of life is life itself. 
So you really don't need to think about death or what's after death. Did I answer my, your question? So uh, in terms of, for example, um, um, morality, uh, could you talk more about that as well? I, I have always seen it uh, as the logical thing to do. Uh, now, uh, the, the, the basic... Uh, the basic instinct for humans is, uh, is, is to be selfish. Three. Uh, not, Welcome. Not to... really to be hundred percent good. Yeah. Even and, um, even in their example, goodness um, or in, in uh, uh, their morality. best emotions, which is love, they they are selfish, right? Uh, but. Uh, <sighs> Morality to me is, is, is something in my mind where uh, it just makes sense to be good. It doesn't make sense uh, to be evil. Uh, because you keep thinking down, down inside uh, what would harm you? What would uh, hurt you? Uh, how? What would make your life harder and harder? And when something hard or, or bad happens to you, one of the things you question or you ask yourself is, why did this happen to me? And you ask this question as, as if it is illogical for it to be happening. Uh, so the same thing. I just, I just think being good is is just easy. It 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 comes natural to me. It it. Uh, however, I cannot get rid of the human ego of, uh, to even the minimum uh, amount of it, uh, which could uh, present itself as selfishness, especially in social life and social relationships, I might harm or hurt someone without realizing it or without controlling it. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, you uh, wanted to talk about uh, dating and being a caveman. You know, it's a really confusing topic, but uh, could you uh, digest on that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, okay, I'll try my best. It's like because, like you said, it's confusing and complicated topic uh, because there there isn't uh, a solid rule for that. However, uh, some tips could could help uh, us, the the males, especially the males. Uh, well, uh, no matter no matter how society changes and the the uh, the psych psychology of of uh, the people changes with the technological advances advancements and and other stuff. No matter how the society looks, whether it looks really bright or whether it's in in, in uh, ice age. Uh, the human instinct kicks off. It's it's always there. All right. 
uh, and some some big philosophers kept their analysis for 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 humans about the instincts and everything is based on the instincts right of course this is not to be misunderstood that because sex is 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 an instinct means everybody wants it from anybody uh, no Two people need to click at the beginning. Uh, they need to, to be in, in a situation where, where uh, there is a, a reciprocation of, of conversation between each other. Uh, once that happens, I think it's okay to express, especially with your body language, with your tone, uh, that you desire the other party or the other person uh, and they can feel it consciously and subconsciously right you need to think of yourself as a wolf hunter which is many books were were written about that for instance one of the rules is once you lay your eyes uh, on a woman or on someone you like you have three second rule to go and talk to that person because if you take longer once hesitation comes to you and you will not be performing naturally right so you need to convey your message to the other party clearly and straightforwardly that you like them right now we don't need to be savages and express with our dicks because our dicks are not really attractive. They are ugly bastards, <laughs> right? Uh, they are good tools that that do their job, but what's what's attractive is is uh, the sincerity of the brain. Uh, and your ability to be natural in what you say to, to the other party. So, uh, to, to what I'm saying is, be natural but be gentle. Express that you like the other person and express that you desire the other person, but also uh, be mindful of the, of the intellectual part uh where you are where you are sincere in what you are saying okay yeah so um, um then you know you you mentioned some stuff about depression and i'm not sure if you were the one who got depressed in your life and i i think that's something that a very sensitive topic but if you if you want to share your own point of view on that that would be fine now question people will see me will see me or just hear me All right, so they will not see my beard or anything. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, well, depression. There are there are stages for depression, from mild uh, to severe uh, depression. 
uh, it could be for a while or it could be recurring with the person. So I'm I'm dealing with depression for over uh, 12 years. No, actually, 15 to 17 years. And I have been on medication for too long. Uh, now depression is interesting because it 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 uh, it could result from uh, seeing the reality as it is. Uh, it could it could be a result of not necessarily a result of seeing reality. And I remember since I was really young, five years old or six years old, I, I was always bothered and annoyed by life itself. And when I hear people saying, we love life, I wonder what do they love about it? Because it's not about seeing the the, the the good side or the positive side or the negative side. It's all there. It all exists. Poverty is there whether you like it or not. Hunger is there. War is there. Economical crisis is there, etc., etc., etc. So these things, I used to see them and hate life. Now, hating life is a, probably the reason I have developed depression. Because I am 34 years old now, and every day I have lived, I lived it by tolerating, not by happiness or, or by any positive concept that there is. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I, I don't uh, live my days uh, uh, in sorrow or, or uh, frowning or angry or sad. That doesn't, that got nothing to do with depression. It's only small parts of depression. Uh, but it actually has a stages. Some some stages are really severe, where you, you can't even handle the existence of your own body. You can't lay down. You can't sit down. When you walk, you, you, you every every cell in your body is is itching and and makes you suffer. Or it could be uh, just a mild episode where uh, you don't eat much you, you, or you don't want to go out much, uh, you don't want to socialize with people a lot, etc., etc. Uh, so as it is interesting, as it is the son of a bitch, it's uh, the suffering with depression is uh, is not easy. Uh, and like I said, I had my societal tendencies where I, I attempted before to, to 
uh, attempt suicide. Uh, however, I stopped at last minute for two reasons. Uh, one is because my fortune in life is my friends, my best friends who I know for over 20 years. Uh, we traveled together, we, we lived together, we studied together, we fucked together, we did everything together. Uh, and we stood by each other along the way when any one of us had the trouble. So because of them, or they are the main reason, I, I am alive today. The second reason is uh, my sick mother. She needs someone to take care of her. She's sick now with a stage four cancer. So, uh, and I, I am the one taking care of her for the past uh, two years and a half. Uh, so this is why I'm, I'm, I'm not dead yet, and that's all. Not because any personal reason where, where I am afraid of death or I am loving life or anything of that sort. So I think I think some people could uh, stay alive for for trivial reasons, but these trivial reasons means a lot to them, you know. And I think one day, if if I I want to go, if I want to leave life, I don't want to leave life because I am. Uh, sad or, or uh, under pressure or, or something like that. Uh, no, just because I, I decided that it's enough. Uh, let's see what's next or let's end it. And maybe I would do it with a smile. You never know. Yeah, okay. That's uh, really interesting for what you just said. And, um, you know, I, I, I want to ask you the, um, more of a of philosophical questions um, as to why do you think that Diogenes is the best example we should follow because you seem to uh, ha grow f have, f have certain fondness of him well do you, do you know uh, there is a, what is it called uh, I forgot the word in English uh, I really forgot it. Anyway, uh, to live in a barrel and to to reject uh, to reject living like others is is a huge. It reflects a huge feeling of being in content and the strength where you don't need anything uh, and being able not to need anything means you got everything inside of you right uh, like right now we need uh, a mobile phone, a laptop, uh, a house, uh, electricity, water, a car 
many clothes, many shoes, etc., etc., etc. You can't you can't stop counting. Uh, and we don't feel, or many people, maybe you and I do, many people don't feel that they need them unless they lose them. They really don't know how much they own. Uh, but that guy had the choice and the chance to own more and he consciously uh, deliberately, deliberately chose not to have more and he was fine with it. So it, it expresses some kind of, of uh, strength that uh, equalizes life or, or beats life because honestly speaking life is fucking hard and, and beating it is not fucking easy but that guy fucking beat it but I don't seem to think that he beat it though on my end because it seems that he suffered from the probably skin diseases, hunger, thirst and a lot of things that uh, you, he wouldn't have in a comfortable home with a family so I wouldn't say he beat life, I would say he sucked at it. <laughs> you, you are really presenting presenting a modern life view for a guy who lived 2,000 years ago. Well, it, it, we, we have the same life. We probably would age until maybe 80 or 100. I don't know, I'm not sure. But to, to comparing myself to, a, to Diogenes, today you know like there are a lot of people who would who live uh in very poor conditions but live much better than he he had so i wouldn't say he won at anything at all well yeah i just remembered the word i i was gonna say there is in psychology there is something called today diogene syndrome where a person stops taking care of himself and his hygiene and uh, his surrounding his environment and he's dirty all the way etc etc they called it diogene syndrome uh but let me put it, say something put it under the the spotlight uh, the economy and the world we live in right now, this is something I was told when I was a bit younger, this world doesn't allow you to choose to be poor. Of course, not many people think about choosing to be poor because they don't see the point of being poor, right? However, that's when I said to you, you are you are presenting a modern uh, man love to a guy who lived two thousand years ago, which is a totally different world, totally different economy, completely. Life was much simpler. The economy was much re more real than it is right now, right? So the the definition of success and failure, which are really relative terms, are not solid terms, were really different 
back then from it is now. Uh, I believe at that time where many scholars and many philosophers lived, uh, the brain and the mind was uh, was a sign of success rather than the money. So, if if the perspectives were different, there is really no point of comparing uh, what uh, our uh, perspectives now to their perspectives then. However, if you were to argue, uh, is it okay to live like Diogenes 2,000 years ago? Uh, now, here is, that's, that's a good debate or argument. Uh, because uh, the minimum needs right now are much different than back then. The, the social ties and social pressure uh, imposes on you or any person, whether we like it or not, to, to have minimum requirements and minimum uh, achievements. Uh, so it's, it's really not practical to live like Diogenes uh, right now. Uh, however, we could say the parallel for that is to live uh, with nature, maybe. The parallel of him living in a barrel could be right now is living with nature or living off a grid. Uh, and being able to balance everything out where you have done your responsibilities, you didn't have a family and and uh, abandon them, uh, you're taking care of your hygiene. And um, you know, um, in terms of, let's say, uh, living life, the, is, is, is the meaning of life? So, what you know? What are you doing with your life right now? In what direction do you expect to take it? I have no idea what direction my life is taking because I spent my my twenties trying to plan things out, and every plan I had failed. Right. Uh, so right now, I I I really have no idea where my life is taking me. Imagine if you, if in 2019 you plan to travel the world in 2020. <laughs> so, uh, no idea. I'm, I'm just trying. Uh, uh, maybe I'm. Tr the most I want is to revive my brain because along the line. I feel I lost my focus and my concentration. Uh, therefore, my cognitive abilities have dulled out. So working on these uh, would be great. Uh, enrich my brain with some sciences such as physics and math. 
would be awesome. Uh, and uh, have an enough income that uh, supports me and supports uh, the girl that I love and I want to marry. And um, you know, it's been a great conversation with you, bro. Uh, but I want to ask you this one, one last thing, uh, one last question. Um, being someone who uh, loves or or has an admiration for the Yajins, um, what advice would you give to certain individuals who who also think in a cynical way and would, ha in a way, what kind of change they should make? in their lives or in how they want to make the world better a better place okay okay all right uh, the world right now is designed in a way where you are entered where you are presented with uh, one choice and the second the choice and you are uh, kinda subconsciously controlled where you think there is no a third choice or a fourth choice uh, such as the elections the whole world is 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 the whole world system uh, with the media and and I'm not talking about conspiracy here I'm just talking about the shape of the world uh, because one day I realized I, I don't only have the choices that are in front of me and there are other choices that I need to find. What I'm talking about here is we are all confined in a circle of the two choices. So I advise people to find their third and fourth choices. Uh, where they break out of this dogmatic and ideological circle and they 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 find they ca could just find a whole new life uh, presented to them and the other choices they have was it clear advice or okay that is great advice bro <laughs> and um, you know, it, it's been a great conversation with you, Dia Jeans. <laughs> All right, for the for the two people or two hundred people listening to me, that was Diogenes Skepticus with you all. And if you have any comments or anything, pass them through Elmo, and maybe I'll come back again to answer your fucking questions. And it's been a pleasure talking to you after midnight, Elmo, uh, which is really quiet and nice. Uh, and looking forward to any future conversations. So that's the end of it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is your host, Elmo Ador Jr. And thank you for listening in. And please subscribe. Please follow us on Facebook. Please, please follow this. Please. Thanks. Thank